0: This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. It is oxymoronic to think that generosity adds to prosperity. You would think if I had a bigger pile of money because I hadn't given some away that I would be more prosperous. And the truth is the opposite happens, and it happens so often that it is a principle. Now, for those of us that are people of faith... Evangelical Christians were taught and believe that the Bible says that we're to give a tenth of our income to our local church. A tenth, a tithe, which is a Hebrew word, obviously, an old English word representing a Hebrew word, but it literally, the word means tenth, one-tenth of our income. Now, you may or may not agree with that. That's not up for discussion. You can agree with it, and if you do, that's fine. If you don't, then I get to do it. It's my faith. I get to choose. You get to choose what you do. I'm not telling you you have to do something, but that's what my faith teaches as an evangelical Christian. And um, here's the interesting thing about that. The Bible says in Malachi, test me in this, says the Lord of hosts. God says, test me, talking about the tithe. discussing the tithe right before that regarding the tithe test me God says test me and see if I will not throw open the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing that you cannot contain and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes now the word blessing there does not mean BMW in the Hebrew it is not necessarily, the word blessing is not necessarily money or wealth. Now Sometimes people on the prosperity side of the Christian world quote the, that scripture and says, God promises to bless you financially if you tithe. That's not what the word says. The word is the word "berakah." B-E-R-K-A-H. And if you look it up in the Strong's Concordance, which is where you get an English translation of the Hebrew word. You'll find that word, B-E-R-K-A-H, means peace, refreshment, as a camel finds in an oasis. At an oasis there's always shade, there's always water, as opposed to a dry parched desert. Now reread that Test me in this, says the Lord of hosts, and see if I will not throw open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you a blessing that you cannot contain. Peace, as a camel finds at an oasis, that you cannot contain. Now, what ends up happening, whether you're a person of faith or not, here's the principle that works and it works again you don't there's no it's not unique to Christianity although it manifests itself well within the Christian theology what happens is this it's almost impossible to be a miserable person when you are a generous person generous people are almost always happier a lower incidence of depression among generous people. Very few people that are generous are depressed. It's very unusual. Almost never happens. Generous people are attractive. They smile more. They're not attractive because people want to be around them to get money from them. That's not the point. The point is that generosity is not just an act, it is a character quality that induces several acts like integrity. Integrity is not an act. You have integrity. You are a person of integrity. You are a generous person. It is a character quality like honesty, integrity, kindness. It's something now. if you're a kind person, that's the quality when you when you out of your kindness, you do something. If you're a compassionate person, that's the quality out of that. You're compassionate to someone, then that's the verb that comes out of your character quality. And I think we can all agree joyful people generous people, compassionate people, kind people, are all more attractive. Oh, couldn't we use a little more of that attractiveness in our culture today? There's a lot of just ugliness out there today, and most of it is born in fear, which is not attractive. Most of it is born in anger, which is not attractive. Most of it is born in selfishness versus selflessness, which is not attractive. So here's what ends up actually happening. The people who have as a steady part of their financial diet the rhythm of their life, they are generous. People who tithe their weekly paycheck to their local church, people who give regularly, not just once a year, not randomly, but as a part of the rhythm of your life, like breathing and bathing. You're giving. You're catching somebody at the gas pump and you just buy their gas. You buy the person behind you at the Starbucks lines next order. I don't care what it is. Those are little tiny things. Maybe you do some nice big things. Maybe you pay for an orphanage to be built. Maybe you pay for a hospital to be built. I don't care how many zeros there are on it. But when people have a regular rhythm of generosity, they are a different kind of a person. And they're very attractive, and people want to be around them, and they want to have them as employees, and they want to work for people like that as an employer. They are easier to work business deals with. They're not functioning in fear and anger all the time. There's a little different sense of confidence and competence. And you know what all of that leads to? More money. Generous people have a tendency to prosper because of that. It's not really because they gave the money away. It's because their heart and who they were as a person was changed when they gave the money away. And it made them attractive, and attractive people have more of a tendency to prosper than unattractive people. I mean, think about it. If you're an employer, and you're sitting there, and you're looking at two candidates that are up for promotion, one of them's going to get the job, and one isn't. One of them is miserable, angry, fearful all the time. Every time you look at them, they look like they were weaned on a pickle. And you look at the other one, and they're smiling, and they hold the door open, and they always put others first, and they're thinking about how they can make everything better instead of how they can make themselves better. And bigger. They're equal in their talents, but that one character quality distinguishes the two of them apart. Who gets the promotion? Everybody answer with me, the generous person. That's who gets the promotion. Generous people have a tendency to prosper. Who you gonna hire to do your lawn care? Who you gonna hire to fix your car? Who you gonna hire to do your hair? Who you gonna hire to Someone's wean on a pickle, someone's angry all the time and selfish and they're figuring how they can cut every corner on you, or someone's got a little margin in their life. There's a little wiggle room in their spirit. Everything's not so freaking tight. They're not about to explode all the time. Now tell me generous people don't prosper. I've watched it for decades, and this is why you will hear regularly a testimony, and it's not a mystical weird christian thing but you'll hear a couple like that last couple doing their debt-free scream that says you know we started giving away 10 percent of our income because we thought we should we were convicted of that by god's spirit we thought god was telling us to do that that's exactly what you heard them say and yet they got out of debt three months faster than their original plan and almost half the time of their original plan Did the math really change? No, their income went up only a little bit. They were able to sell his car, but what changed was them. Be not conformed to this world. Don't be normal. Normal sucks. You don't want to be normal. Don't be like this world. Be transformed. How you transformed? The renewing of your mind. You change your mind. You get information you didn't have and you install it into your hard drive and the operating system is permanently changed. It's called living like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one else. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.